Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Rammstein, Rammstein, Uberale. <laughs> oh, you actually sang it. I was just going to go Rammstein. <laughs> like on the song Rammstein like, on the first album. Or various other Rammstein songs over the course of yeah. their, their history. They like they like uh, the old uh, use of their name in the song, which I appreciate. I absolutely love it when a band name features in songs by that band, especially if they have a song that is called that. I'm, trying, I'm struggling to think of any other examples now. Metallica don't do it, so big, yeah, big problem for them. Limp Biscuit on the new album, as we talked about, had a song called Dirty Rotten Biscuit, which was kind of in that ballpark, <laughs> isn't it? I need a biscuit. I, I need a dirty rotten biscuit. I mean, That's the, my impression the, the, of both those. <laughs> That's a very good impression. The perfect example is Black Sabbath. Mm. who have a song, Black Sabbath, which is the first song on the album, Black Sabbath, which is their first album. Ultimate. So, Can't get any better than that. So, yeah, yeah. If you're, if, you're a, if you're a fan of Black Sabbath, the first thing you'll ever hear from the band Black Sabbath on the album Black Sabbath is the song Black Sabbath. But does he say Black Sabbath in the song? <laughs> I, I can't remember. It's been so long since I I can't remember it. either. Black Sabbath, uh, I get why they're really influential, but like there are only probably two or three of their songs I actually like really like. See, I'm I'm a fan of them. I think they are a good, good old band. Um, I think they're one of those bands where I think some of their early stuff is really good. Like War Pigs mm. is a jam. Um, but for me, at least, their peak is Into the Void. Oh, yeah. Um, which is an absolute majestic song off Master of Reality, which I think is an underrated album. Because um, people always think of Paranoid, don't they? Yeah, which is um, a great riff. To Black Sabbath, when, they, when they think of Black Sabbath, but I think they've got, they had a lot more to their, to their repertoire than, than just Paranoid. Yeah. Um, and a lot of their stuff that's more doom and slow and... Uh, and and more meandering almost, I think, is a lot better than Paranoid, which is a very tightly wound little song. Yeah, um, even like Iron Man, which is kind of yeah, a slow jam, yeah. slow burn. Yeah, that that's more sort of indicative of the overall sound of Black Sabbath, and that's what I'm more of a fan of. I think you like you like it sludgy. I like I like the sludge. I do. I like I like the grime of when it comes to metal. There's nothing worse than an overproduced metal album no it's it's like the worst thing in the world when you hear a metal band and they've got like pop mixing on it and they've got all of those harmonies and like the really clear bullshit <laughs> and you're just like that's not metal <laughs> give me metallica's kill them all with those tinny drums any day of the week <laughs> exactly like a lot of, a lot of mod- modern metalcore bands really struggle with that where all of their stuff it just sounds like justin bieber recorded a metal album <laughs> more than anything else and you're just like no have some edge to you have some weird experimental mixing like mastodon for instance are perfect at that but their stuff always sounds very much like mastodon yeah but it still sounds tight and good and in your face. Yeah, exactly. Whereas a lot of modern metalcore bands, it all sounds just so poppy. It's like, no, I don't want that from my... I don't want clean and perfect from metal. It's got to be filthy, filthy metal. 
a dirty rotten biscuit metal yeah that's what we want and Rammstein, you know, the, their stuff is very well produced, I would say. You think it's yes, really, the yeah. production is fantastic throughout all of their albums. And the first one, um, Herzlide, it does have that kind of slightly tinny quality to the guitars, but, and it does sound like it could, like, it's a bit more influenced by bands like Metallica and Megadeth and whatever, especially in the riffs. But their production is absolutely spot on, isn't it? Because some of the stuff, like, could be pop songs. But then there's like really, really sludgy guitars and double pedals. And you're like, wow, this is really heavy. And I love it. Yeah, Rammstein. Let, let's talk a little bit about, about Rammstein and, and where they come from. So are they new metal? They're not technically, but I'm going to say they are because yeah, they're, they're a part Neue of the family. Neue Deutsche whatever. What is it? <laughs> Neue, Neue Deutsche Hertha, Hertha. is it, right, which, yeah. which is uh, the new German hardness. And that was... Uh, <laughs> That was a a a a, a, a musical uh, sort of phase in Germany um, during the sort of mid nineteen nineties into two thousands, and Rammstein was one of the bands in it. There was also Oomph with an Oomph, exclamation yes. mark. Who, do, you, do you know Oomph? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I can't say I know loads of their tracks, but I know of them from around the same time. And, and Megahertz as well were another one. Don't know them. Um, I think the only other German band, like metal band I know of, is Die Totenhosen, which means the dead trousers. So <laughs> yes. that's always good. Um, but um, but yeah, so so they're not. It's not technically new metal. Where it comes from is uh, a, a migration on from the groove metal scene of the early 90s, the industrial scene of the late 80s and early 90s, the techno scene of that that same era, and all of those things sort of blending together into one. Um, and, and you can really hear those individual bits because the, the programming is very techno, it's very electro-industrial. Yeah. The chugging guitars is very groove metal. Um, when they would play live, so they'd often end with their cover of um, Stripped by Depeche Mode. Uh, you can tell yeah, they're like really yeah. big fans of that kind of synth-heavy music as well. But they managed to balance that perfectly with the guitars, which I think doesn't always work, does it? No, you've got to be you've got to be careful with it. I think a lot of I, you know me. I'm a huge fan of industrial music. It's probably my favourite yeah. visual genre. Much more so than me. I mean, I I only know a few tracks. Really, it's not something I. I mean, if it comes on, I'm like, okay, yeah, fine. But I've never really gone out and sat down and listened to it much. Although Rammstein were one of those bands that I think did provide a bit of a gateway to industrial stuff for me, at least yeah. from a yeah. sort of bit of a place of curiosity, if nothing else. It's 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 much more palatable than a lot of industrial because it's got those real big hooks. And as a huge fan of industrial, I can say a lot of industrial bands are shit. Um, <laughs> uh, but you, you get the really good ones like uh, KMFDM. If if you like Rammstein, KMFDM is a really good gateway into what good industrial can sound like because they've got a very similar vibe, and you can kind of lean in that way uh, to that kind of music. And then you've got the more experimental stuff um from from uh, nine inch nails for instance where they're they, they experiment with almost every genre across their albums um but but yeah rammstein they have a very particular sound it's it's slightly different even from the other neue deutsche Hertha bands oomph is probably the closest to rammstein um you could hear an oomph song and probably think it's a Rammstein song. Yeah, <laughs> to be honest, they're they're pretty they're pretty similar, but Rammstein have something slightly slightly different with it. And I think it it is partly that perfect balance of the synths and the guitar 
Um, and they really nailed it from album one onwards. Yeah. Um, Herzl, I ne- never got as much love as their other albums in in other countries. Um, because, is that because it's got them with their shirts off from the cover with shadows on them that make them all look like they have huge pecs? <laughs> what are you saying? They all have huge pecs. I think they actually do, that's just, yeah. That's just who they are. Um, yeah, well, well, I think... They're a bunch of muscular dudes, apart from the guy who plays keyboards. <laughs> yeah, we, we can talk more about um, about where how they how they got big but um but hurts light was before that in terms of their worldwide presence but i think it's a great album yeah um it's probably my second favorite ramstein album is hurts Alide. um it's got songs like du rick so gut which is a, a filthy filthy song and i love it yeah apparently inspired by the novel perfume which had have you read oh, perfume? Right. yeah yeah i've seen the yeah. film yeah um and it's got asher zu asher um it's got uh the song the song <laughs> ramstein in the middle as well. where it's just like kind of it's a bass noodle for about a minute and then you're like oh this is kind of experimental oh <laughs> <laughs> and then it just and then it just kicks off um yes yeah, which means sailor yes <laughs> a seaman um, how is your german by the way i study german at school to gcse all right you probably know more than me then i can't remember very much now i remember that eagle is hedgehog uh which is is always <laughs> proven incredibly helpful uh mesh feinchen is guinea pig uh th- th- those two things stick with me so yeah my, my my german's not great but it is okay um but um but yeah so so i think um i i think herzlide really set the template for what they were going to do and although they've sort of they they've expanded that sound it really is a is a phenomenal record it's now what 25 years old yeah, it came out in 1995. 26 years. But it still sounds incredibly fresh. And obviously now we've got the remastered edition on, on Spotify. But I, I had, and I think I've still got it around, Hertzlide on, on CD. Oh, yeah. Um, and uh, and it's, it's, a, it's a great album, a truly great album. But that's not where they made their breakthrough. Um, and part of the reason why I think they, ca- they count as being on this podcast is uh, that they got big because they were part of the Family Values Tour which was the right. big tour that Limp Bizkit and Corn and Ice Cube did back in 1998. And initially... I didn't know that. Yeah, so initially Rob Zombie was going to be part of the tour, but his he basically wanted too much money between... Uh, <laughs> b- b- between... <laughs> they couldn't afford Rob Zombie, a guy who wears a bit of corpse paint, <laughs> but they could afford Rammstein, who had pyrotechnics. Or maybe well, in those days they didn't have pyrotechnics. Well, I think they had pyrotechnics at the time, but Rob, Rob Zombie... Um, you nearly said yeah. Rob Schneider then, didn't Rob you? Schneider, <laughs> Rob Schneider. Um, Dragula by Rob Schneider, obviously, what an iconic song. Um, no, Rob, Rob Zombie, apparently, yeah, he, he need the, the, between the band and all of the stage shows and everything like that, um, would have cost too much money, so he was he was um, they they basically never he he never took part in the tour, and instead along came this unknown German techno metal band called Rammstein, um, who then blew away audiences by being absolutely fantastic, um, and so this was after Zainzucht had come out their second album, um, and it just it just made them a part of the the cultural movement of the time and it really introduced them to um to uh to 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 loads of different people 
um and and so you know you had stuff like do hast being in the matrix uh soundtrack that's right yeah um and it just became this huge this huge thing so much so that they got nominated uh, for the best rock act at the at the european music awards for mtv um back in 1998 after they'd done the um after they'd done the family values tour hmm, i didn't know that either yeah so, so that was really their sort of breakthrough um they got nominated for best metal performance at the grammys um they released live house berlin a truly fantastic live album yeah it's still oh it's such a good live album um but then of course they released and i'm gonna say it you might not agree their best album no i i agree 100 percent. <laughs> it's far and away their best album and all of their albums are good so now yeah. none of their stuff is bad no, all no, of it no, is is eminently listenable, but Mutter is incredible. It's a real cut above. It was the only album of theirs that I ever actually owned. Um, not that I w- wasn't a fan, because I was, but it, I wasn't enough of a fan to get loads of their stuff. But yeah, Mutter, I, I definitely had a CD of that. And it is um, absolutely phenomenal. Uh, and, and and this is an album that, like, I, I hadn't listened to Rammstein in a few years, um, apart from checking out their new stuff whenever it came out and thinking, oh, yeah, this is cool. This is still Rammstein. They're still doing Rammstein stuff. It sounds yeah. exactly the same as, as everything Rammstein's going to Rammstein. <laughs> but, um, oh, my God, it is it is a bloody fantastic album from start to finish. Yeah. The first, yeah, the first five tracks, like, like that's that's five tracks I could listen to on repeat for the rest of my life. It's like perfect metal. But it, you forget, because you think it's got Sonna, it's got Lynx 234, it's got Ichville and Feuerfrei, which is amazing. But it starts with Mein Herz Brandt, and that's got, it's got like huge strings on it. And you're like, this is kind of a slow orchestral number that builds. And this is the thing with Rammstein. You think a lot of the hits, the, the big ones that you know are all really heavy, but you forget that they are absolutely majestic at dynamics, aren't they? At oh, building yeah, up a yeah. song to an incredible climax and sort of dropping it in and out. And between verses and choruses, the quiet and the loud, it's never the same between each verse and chorus. And that kind of thing, They they the craft of their songs is incredible and the more you listen to them the more you realize that because at first it just hits you with this kind of low guttural german really unique voice and you're like yeah i'm, I'm bopping along to this the riffs are there but then the more you listen to it the more you realize how intricate it is yeah 100 percent. and i think mutter was was them at their peak in terms of that uh like you said the quiet loud dynamics all of the atmospheric stuff you've got mine hurts plent to begin with and then you finish with nebel and that again, oh my god! The it's it's like a, a stadium rock anthem by an industrial band. Yeah. It's it's so good. Any one of these songs could be made into like a stadium rock anthem yeah, or like a stadium yeah. a pop song, I reckon. Um, but yeah, you know, like you said, you've got the you've got the singles. You've got Links Fight that I fear. You've got Sonna. You've got Feuer Frei, which is the one from the film Triple X. Yeah, we talked the, about. The, if 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 uh, <laughs> if James Bond was new metal. Um, <laughs> yeah, absolutely iconic performance from Vin Diesel in that incredible shit piece. Did you I remember watch... going to see it. Yeah, we I went to see it in the cinema. Um, my friend Dave at school was really, really into those kind of films, and he like absolutely loved it. And a bunch of us went to so at boarding school. If you stayed in on the weekend, you'd often get to go to the cinema on Sunday. And a bunch of us went to see Triple X. And this we must have been in year nine. We thought it was like the coolest thing we'd ever seen in the world. And we knew Ramstein, and we knew the song, and we had the we had Mutter and stuff. We were like. I can't believe that this film opens 
with one of Rammstein's best songs, Feuer Fryer, which means open fire. And most of it is just some guys shouting bang, bang. <laughs> bang, bang. <laughs> but it has that synth that sounds a bit like a theremin, which is on a lot of the tracks in the album for the quiet moments. And then it pops in, you're like, yes, come on. Feuer Fry is probably my favorite Rammstein song to this day. It yeah. is it is perfect. It's it's a perfect song. Um, I, I wasn't actually going to ask, did you see Triple X? Because I knew you'd have seen Triple X, Paddy. <laughs> of course um, I've seen I was XXX. going to ask, did you ever watch Triple X 2, State of the Union, starring <laughs> no. Ice Cube? What? <laughs> Vin Diesel didn't return for the sequel. It was Ice Cube instead. And then Vin Diesel returned for Triple X Return of Xander Cage in 2017. <laughs> Oh, right. <laughs> which i haven't seen i haven't seen that one um but i think maybe we should do a special podcast episode where we talk about triple x mm. and triple x2 and triple x3 because they Definitely. are they are the most new metal so the, the most new metal movies apart from maybe queen of the damned which had the soundtrack by john davis from corn yeah, um, yeah which which have you have you ever seen queen of the damned no i've never seen it it is I'm aware it is, of it See. It is truly awful, but I think we should. I always it. thought it looked terrible, even at yeah, the time. Yeah, it it is it is quite bad. Um, but yeah, Triple uh, X obviously had uh, Foyer Fry. It had Bodies by Drowning Pool. Um, but the the Chris Renner mix, who was a, a former member of Nine Inch Nails and does lots of remixes. Um, you've got Hatebreed. You've got Queens of the Stone Age. You've got Hatebreed. our favorite band, Mushroom Head. Oh no. <laughs> um, you've got Gavin Rossdale um and i then saw hate breed once did you they opened for um slipknot and slayer on the unholy alliance tour it was hate breed on first then mastodon then slipknot then slayer how's Ooh, that for a, that for a night a, that is a good lineup there um but then then you have the other side of triple x which is the more rap element so you had stuff like nelly lil wayne n-e-r-d etc um, yeah but yeah it's the most new metal film series ever definitely um, <laughs> um but yeah we we should definitely we should definitely do um do do these at some point yeah i think because oh my days new metal film special i think that's a good idea yeah we should do a new metal film special maybe maybe we do it as a special episode every now and again where we can do the triple x films we can do queen of the damned do house of a thousand corpses maybe house of a thousand corpses get a bit of rob zombo action on i'm sure he hates being referred to as new metal because let's be honest his music's not new metal yeah but but he was around at the time he's on the periphery (laughs) it's close enough and and yeah we'll see what other uh movies had pure new metal soundtracks and 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 we it, do they fit with the the framing of this podcast do they fit with our highly technical scoring methods yeah. and if they <laughs> what do, does the supercomputer think yeah what does the supercomputer think because because for new listeners um we do have several different um factors that we consider to to decide if the band is the most new metal band um and to be honest i it's not about whether they're good no it's not about whether they're good or bad it's about how new metal they are and to be honest i think we've got uh, we the the only thing that might hold rammstein back from getting a very high score is that they are very good and unfortunately (laughs) they 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 (laughs) continue to be very good to this day don't they yeah um like you you listen to their new albums and they're they're really good still. Yeah. The new stuff is, is extremely good. That song Deutschland, again, that could be like a pop banger for some some pop star, couldn't it? But so yeah, yeah really good. Um yeah, I, I think, you know, you've you've got all of their their latest album, the self titled album with with Deutschland on it. Um you've got uh Liebe ist für Alada, 
uh, which, which has is so this, heavy, isn't it? Which is yeah, and then it's randomly got pussy on it. Yeah, uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> which again could be like some techno hit, isn't, isn't it? If there was some really <laughs> yeah. filthy techno guy who yeah just wanted to do this really pornographic song. <laughs> Yeah, it's, it's a it's a filthy, horrible song, but it's just there's something funny about it. Yeah, oh, there's a there's a goof factor to it that just about stops it from being nasty, isn't there? Yeah, yeah. With Rammstein, because a lot of their stuff is they've had some controversies in their time, haven't they? They've had some some of their lyrics are you know about nasty stuff, which is obviously new metal is no stranger to that. But you know, they I think they've got enough goof factor and enough irony about them that you know they're not like nazis for example yeah well i think a lot of the controversy around ramstein is good old-fashioned racism isn't it it's people thinking oh they're german they must be nazis <laughs> it's yeah. like, no they're not are you fucking stupid is everyone from germany a nazi have, have you been spending all your time reading the sun newspaper you stupid fucks they're german <laughs> and they are they they ironically use like fascistic imagery in their song in their songs and their videos oh it must be nazis yeah, it's it's like saying Mel Brooks must be a Nazi. Yeah, <laughs> you know? bunch of bunch of guys from socialist East Germany. Yeah, must be Nazis. Yeah, so 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 they are generally on the 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 left, the political left. The I links, suppose. the links, exactly. Because um, that was why they wrote links to drive fear, was because it's um it uses that kind of marching um military military fascistic beat but then talks about but then uses the language of it's some famous left-wing text that i can't remember or like a, a comrade workers song um and that's and links means left so they're saying yes we are on the left of the political spectrum thank you bye yeah it's it's uh it's a, a german communist party anthem isn't it that they, that's they right. reference yeah um and and yeah if, in case you you think we're reading too much into it as the soy boy beta cucks that we are um no literally on record till lindemann saying we hate nazis that's an actual quote from him so yeah these guys yeah. are you know i'm not going to say that they're 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 hardcore marxists but they are they're, they're on the left side and they've done some cheeky stuff here and there um like having a big kissing old, each other on stage yeah, in russia having a big stuff. old kiss yeah. on stage in russia to show their support for the lgbt community um you know these these guys are a sound af and I would love to hang out with Rammstein. They seem like proper good fellas. Yeah, for sure. They seem like they'd be a really good laugh as well. Yeah, yeah. And and what I love about this is often on this podcast, including in, on, on the last band that we covered, um, <laughs> the new metal bands are always known for being quite volatile and members leaving constantly and there being huge shifts in, in, in the lineup. But Rammstein has remained with a constant lineup since 1994. Which is incredible. Which That's is almost which is unheard of, not just yeah. in new metal, but for any band, isn't it? Yeah, and so so there's clearly this really good respect within all of them for um for for what they do and and what they all bring to the band because you don't get that far with the same lineup without having respect for one another. And they've gone off and done you know side projects and everything like that. Till Lindemann's got his own uh solo stuff for instance yeah and i i read the thing in an interview with them where they were saying that the reason it works is because if any of them ever want space they give it to each other and they respect that so actually like if they don't want to do it right now fine if they do great which is why there's a gap of nearly 10 years between liebisch fjallidar and um rammstein yeah yeah um yeah because they go off and do their own stuff and then they come back together and i think we're going to get a new rammstein album next year they're planning yes um, which is that. great um but yeah there's 
there's respect there and they 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 still make amazing music because of in between those two albums <laughs> they did release um clavier which is a bunch of their songs on the piano which shouldn't work but totally does and yeah that that again comes down to the 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 quality craftsmanship of their of their music doesn't it yeah is if you can if you can do a good piano cover you know you've got a banger on your hands the version of Sonna is incredible. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. Sonna, I think, is probably my favourite Rammstein song, just mainly from a nostalgic point of view, because as I said, the first time I ever turned on Kerrang! when we got cable TV, I was really excited that we had the metal channel, turned it on, the video for Sonna was on, and it's a bizarre video. All their videos are really bizarre. <laughs> yeah, they're, but they're it's got a, like a woman dressed as Snow White eating an apple and a guy playing like a guitar that's as big as him on top of a hill in shadow, and then they're all like dressed as... Um, Miners for no reason and i that was my first time hearing rammstein i was like and i was absolutely blown away by it i'd never heard anything like it as he said with as i said with those dynamics the way that it was riff heavy but also had the like the kind of the the synths in the right place and yeah i was really impressed and then that that spurred me on to go and get get hold of mutter and i was yeah absolutely blown away yeah and that's the thing i mean what an introduction to kerrang i mean you you could have had something like I don't know, fucking sponged or something like that is your intro and just be like, oh, okay. Sponged? <laughs> Do you remember sponged? You mean sponge? The Scar Band? Was it not Was it, Was it? it not sponged? Did that song Jump on Demand? Yes. Is that who you're thinking of? Yeah, yeah. no, it's sponge. Was spelled no with a D- U. Was S-P-U-N-G-E. Okay, sponge. I was thinking I was thinking S-P-U-N-G-D. I was taking it one step stupider than it was. <laughs> one step stupider to the edge, and I'm about to... <laughs> I'm about to sponge. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah not a bad song. No, no, but, but, if that was, but if that was your introduction to Kerrang, you'd be a bit like, oh, okay. Yeah, this, this a really low-budget video, isn't it? Well, yeah, they, they were, they were, they were um, little, little English lads, weren't they? Yeah, yeah. They didn't, they didn't I think they're st- they're still knocking around. Oh, are they? That's good to. Know. No, no disrespect to Sponge. No, but no, I. No. They're, they're... And also, you have to remember at that time, we didn't have YouTube. We didn't have no, a bunch no. of this stuff. You, I hadn't really seen music videos. We had a few tapes actually of music videos. We had one of uh, like the stuff that my dad had from when he was younger. We had a tape of the House Martins and a tape of the Smiths videos that we used to watch. Um, I think he'd tape the Smiths ones off the telly, but like. You'd seen the odd bit of like a clip on top of the pops, but to suddenly be seeing music videos, it really brought things to life. And actually, I will always associate Rammstein with that feeling as well. Yeah, Kids I, these days they've got the TikToks. You know, they don't know they're born, do they? <laughs> they've, they've got YouTube, yeah, um, where they can watch any any music video that they want. But yeah, yeah. you're right. You know, unless it's the video for Pussy by Rammstein, which was only <laughs> released on porn websites because it's got actual porn in it. Uh, I see. Oh dear. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I think you've got. Um, I, it was a really interesting time, wasn't it, to be growing up around that era? Because you know, when we were kids, before you had things like Kerrang, it was literally what's on the radio, what's on top of the pops, and the majority of it's fucking dog shit. <laughs> and as as someone who had yet, to, I I didn't even know if I particularly liked music because there'd be the odd song here and there that I'd really love. But most of the stuff on top of the pops wouldn't gel with me at all. So it'd be like uh, Nancy Boy by Placebo, um, yeah. Firestarter, Prodigy, stuff like that. When I was growing up, it'd be like, oh, this is really cool. And then it would go back to fucking Westlife with their floppy hair sitting on stools, <laughs> singing some insipid ballad. And you're like, is this what music is? 
Miming um, some insipid ballad. Well, yes, yeah. Um, but then, yeah, when when you were when I mean, we got Kerrang when I was probably about eleven, I think. Um, and and suddenly you had Kerrang, you had MTV two, you had what was the other one? There was a third one. Scuzz. Well. Scuzz. That's right. Um, and all of a sudden you had music that resonated with you in a different way and that you could actually enjoy and, and of course was really good because it had a lot of a lot more up-and-coming bands yeah on it as well yeah. they featured a lot more british artists people who had like those more um low budget videos i think i discovered a lot of bands through scuzz yeah scuzz was a lot of stuff like hundred reasons hell is for heroes all of that picked up through picked up through scuzz um and then you and then yeah you had mtv too so you could watch things like jackass <laughs> It's an integral part of of, of, of uh, speaking of that. By the way, did you know that CKY released a new album this year? I did, but I haven't listened to it because um, since about three or four years ago, it hasn't had Darren Miller. Oh, is it um, not? And the other guy, Chad Ginsburg, has taken over on vocals, and he's not very good. Oh. So I'm not a fan. I've I've then. not listened to it. And yet. Darren just... Miller, they've they've had like a massive fallout. And Darren Miller is touring. We ha- we have to do a CKY episode, don't we? We do. We do. Um, yeah. But Darren Miller is touring with his band, which is called Darren Miller's Ninety Six Bitter Beings, and he's playing all the same songs. Oh, amazing! Which it's... is hilarious. I love it when bands. <laughs> it's do like that. a sugar babe situation. Yeah. Um... <laughs> But Darren Miller wrote all the songs, as far as I know. Yeah, yeah. So, like, it's a, yeah, it's like they're touring as a three piece, and Chad Ginsburg is the only guy who was actually there for the originals. And he's a fantastic guitarist, but he's not a great singer. Famously, the son of Ruth Bader Ginsburg. Um, little known fact. Yeah. Um, She's very proud of her boy. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's, it, I, I didn't know that. I've not listened to the new CKY. Um, yeah, I just saw that it had come up and I'm like, oh my God, they're still going, are they? But apparently not in the same form. Unlike no. Rammstein. Who Unlike are, Rammstein. Consistent who lineup for their entire... Um, so yeah, we got to Mutter. After, Mutter is followed by Reiser Reiser, which is also extremely good and has America on yeah. it with a K. We're all living in America. America is Sometimes war. <laughs> um, but also Kind of Lust, which is an absolute is very bop. good, yeah. Um, and Raisa Raisa as well is a very good song. A- again, it's a great album. Yeah. Um, I'd say that maybe um, af- after Raisa Raisa, you get Rosenrot, which I think maybe might be my least favourite of their albums. It's not bad, but no, it feels it's, it's like a bit really of a bridge yeah. between Raisa Raisa and the sort of the real aggressive heaviness of Liebe ist für alle da, yeah. doesn't it? It feels yeah. like it's sort of somewhere between the two. And it, it starts to introduce more strings, more kind of heavy orchestral stuff that's really fully realised on Liebe ist für alle da, I think. Yeah, 100%. And I think, you know, it's, it's not a bad album by any means. I still think it's really good. But for me, it's maybe the 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 one that i'm least likely to return to yeah i um, agree but then yeah you've got libris for aladar very heavy and then the self-titled album which is absolutely fantastic yeah with, with a song called sex <laughs> yeah which is very good um but yeah you know you can't fault their albums can you you, no, you, can't, you can't even the weaker ones you can't look at and go oh that's a that's that's not very good they're all phenomenal albums yeah and the live albums are very good too they are they are yeah i really wish i'd seen them live i mean still still could happen couldn't it if they toured next year or something we should go see them well i'm but their live shows were always were always well reviewed in kerrang i remember pyrotechnics and bassist crowd surfing in a dinghy and stuff 
I'm thinking we've just had a new Limp Bizkit album. We're getting a new Corn album next year. We're getting a new um, Ramstein album next year. Why not bring back the original Family Values lineup? That's a really good idea. I think get Ice Cube back. That. Get Ice Cube back as well. Get him to come on tour. Um, you can also invite Rob Zombie and then uninvite him if you yeah. want. Uh, when he demands of, too much money. Speaking of someone who's released a really cool album this year, Rob Zombie released a really cool album this year as well. It's very good. All right. Um, and then, of course, he's making the new Monsters movie, <laughs> which is great. Um, I, I love I love Rob Zombie. He's one of my favorite people in 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 music. Not just because we share the same name, Zombie. Of course, it's just my yeah. little name. Um, but <laughs> but it's uh, it's it's yeah. It, I think they should do that. Come on, and and Ramstein, they're surely gonna. They're, they're surely going to tour. I think they were meant to be doing a big tour, which has been cancelled because of COVID. Yeah. Um, but hopefully we'll be able to to go out and do do another tour again soon. Fingers crossed, yeah. I would love to see them. Um, I Yeah, I'd, I'd love to be able to go see them. Maybe next year, maybe the year after, whenever it is that they can, they can come to the UK. Because, yeah, oh, what a band. What a band. One of the best. Yeah. Should we should we throw put them into the supercomputer or is there anything else you want to say? No, there's nothing else I'd like to say. So yeah, let me just boot up the supercomputer and we can. Uh, we I can just want to say that on the on the lyrics, I think um, that they're very good generally, but often they're very they're sort of deceptively simple, aren't they? I remember at school there were a bunch of German guys um, who who had come to our school specifically to study for the international baccalaureate. And um, we would always play Rammstein and ask them what the, what what it meant. And often the, the, it's something like "Ich will" is "I want." Yes. And yeah. like, and "Du hast" is "You asked." And he, I remember <laughs> playing it to one of them, and the guy just being like, "It's just a man saying you asked, you asked, <laughs> you asked me." <laughs> it's like it's just a man saying X thing, like without really understanding what the music and the intricacy of the music that makes it good. But I appreciate how simple a lot of the stuff is, especially Foyer Fry, where it's like, this is them saying, bang, shouting, bang, bang, bang. <laughs> and then but, but, open, open fire. But equally, the there, there's moments of, of, of real poetry in those lyrics between the simplicity. And I think someone did a study, and the word heart is the most used yeah. now in, 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 in Rammstein songs. And Lieber as well. And Lieber, means love. yeah, which means love. You know, it's, it's, uh, there, there's a poetry there. It's not just sex and pussy and <laughs> do we so good <laughs> there's a lot yeah. of, there's a lot of complexity there amongst the simplicity yeah um anyway the the, the, the supercomputer the <laughs> da, 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 da. <laughs> and links um, as well <laughs> it's just links to drive over and over what the, the marching but it's so good yeah yeah um uh, anyway the supercomputer is now on that was it finalizing its boot up so <laughs> so the first the first um have you changed the language to german uh uh do riff so good is the first question okay um so so riff riff quality um i think we've got to go with a nine here there's some absolutely yeah. monstrous rifts here you've got stuff absolutely. like Sonner, the riffs stick in your head as much as the vocals don't they yeah 100 percent um but then uh, I, I, it then falls on to catchy chorus quality. And I think we've got to go for a nine here as well, because those choruses are are monstrous. Yeah, you could sing so many of them back after hearing them just kind of once or twice, couldn't you? Yeah, yeah. Even even with the language barrier, um, you'll often find yeah. I, I, I'll, I'll still be singing, you know, a Nebel or, or other songs just because the choruses are so well constructed. Um, 
the 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 next one is is theatrics and can we go for a 10 here these guys love pyro no pyro no party and that extends to their their videos their album covers everything it's massive everything everything they do is is theatrical isn't it yeah they go to russia and they do a big old gay kiss to annoy the government yeah whilst whilst having fire everywhere while spraying fake semen at each other with uh p- pretending to to have anal sex with one another on stage they they go all in on their on their live performances and you know those those kind of things you don't get very often these days often bands try and do things a little bit more subdued and fuck that go yeah, on stage boring. go on go on stage with a big flamethrower and spray flame everywhere that's what we want from a live yeah, show yeah and burn some audience members <laughs> and some audience members that's what we want <laughs> which has happened unfortunately <laughs> yeah well you you got to run that risk haven't you it's it's yeah. all safe pyro but there's no such thing as safe fire really it's there no. not not completely safe um superfluous band members though is our next category and here i think we've got mm. to go down to a 3 because everyone yeah. pulls their weight definitely um, two guitars keys bass singer drums yeah they're all working extremely hard, I think. Actually, yeah, they're they're all they're all they're all pulling their weight. There's no one hitting a big metal drum. There's there's no, no one <laughs> playing around. There's no one there. If it was if this was Slipknot or someone, there'd be a guy running around the stage just to shout "bang bang" every now and then. <laughs> yeah, they'd have a DJ to just go every so often yeah. for no reason. Um, so yeah, so so unfortunately for Ramstein, everyone does their jobs very well. Um, but then hair color and style variety they've had some good hair over the years i don't know I, that i've seen any frosted tips or blue no. blue hair or anything maybe but they they have worn a variety of quite eccentric outfits over the years yeah so, so i think i think for hair i go for a respectable six um, yeah. because they've had good hair and varied hair over the years they've been together but nothing yeah. as new metal as we would come to expect no then then the next category is goof factor and here i think we've got to go up to a nine again yeah i agree i think the goof factor is very strong they live on being cheeky cheeky boys and that's what we appreciate from a new metal band is that cheekiness that goofiness yeah and only if you do things with proper goof can you get away with a song just going do do hast (laughs) (laughs) or just ick phil or or you'll have a pussy i have a dick (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> literal literal lyrics to one of their songs everybody yeah the one time they choose to sing in english that's what he's saying <laughs> yeah, there, yeah. There, there's what like i have three, a dicker there, there's three songs where they sing in english in one of them that's the main refrain of the chorus um yeah and america that, is very funny as well yes yeah coca-cola sometimes war i mean it's true <laughs> right yeah yeah um, this is very very simple deceptively simple critique of american imperialism it's it's very good it's very good um and then our final category is um is cringe what is the cringe barometer for 2021 how cringy was it to listen to them and unfortunately for rammstein again it's it's going to be low here so i think we go down to another three here because they're not cringy yeah, not but at lit- all literally the only cringe you'd get is listening to a song called sex or a song <laughs> called pussy where you'd be like do i really want to see people yeah um, listening to a song just called sex i'm not gonna share if that comes up on my spotify wrapped it's not being shared to my instagram stories no <laughs> no exactly um so uh yeah so so that 
that that that's that's all of the categories there. So yeah, let let's put those numbers through the supercomputer, and uh, and, and we can work out what percentage new metal Rammstein are. So yes, yeah, so just just listen to the uh, listen to the, the 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 beautiful noises of our supercomputer. Bang bang. <laughs> oh dear. Um. So. Uh, <laughs> so yeah hold on uh so we'll put them in here and they've come out at a very respectable score actually um of 70 percent new metal now is that the highest we've had have they beaten corn mm, so i think corn was a little bit higher i think that was in the low 70s not 70 okay. bang on um but for a band which isn't actually a new metal band Ramstein, they score quite highly ramstein really do emulate what new metal should be and what new metal should have been yeah. so yeah not that we really care about the distinction but our our method is scientific and there you go 70 percent new you metal know, you can take your stinking words like we're not a new metal band and you can run it against the cold hard facts of a supercomputer which yeah. says you are 70 percent new metal um and so you know that's a respectable score i think that probably puts them second in our all-time scorings yeah um, which is which good. Is, which is which is pretty damn good. So yeah, um, new metal as fuck, Ramstein. We love you. Yeah, well done, big you fans. Des- you deserve that seventy percent. That would have got you a first at New Metal University. <laughs> new Metal University <laughs> guest lecture this week from Wes Borland on <laughs> how to wear makeup. How to wear makeup. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, we're very impressed with them. And when I'm, I grow up, I'm going to New Metal University. <laughs> um, but yeah, that, that's a that's a impressive, impressive, uh, impressive score for them. But we've got something a little bit different next time because it's going to be our Christmas episode. Oh yeah, um, and it's going to be a bit of a branch out. So we're going to be doing heavy metal Christmas songs. Um, and some of it's going to be new metal here and there because there's a few new metal Christmas songs, but there there aren't enough really to do a full episode on. Um, so uh, yeah, so it's going to be going to be branching out a bit to cover some truly wonderful metal Christmas songs, and we might not might not score it, I suppose, in the same way, but just just talk about them and and, yeah. and, and share the the wonderful glory of of um, uh, a metal Christmas with you all. Yeah. Jingle bells, jingle bells, riffs and goofy boys. <laughs> That's what's coming up. I'm, I'm excited. I'm really excited. Yeah, excellent stuff. <laughs> okay, well, thanks very much for tuning in. We really, really appreciate it. And we hope you've been enjoying listening to some Rammstein. If you haven't, go and listen to Mutter right now. You better do it. I will come after you if you, if you don't. All right, and we'll be back in a couple of weeks with, uh, with a new metal Christmas. <laughs> Alrighty, bye-bye. Bye-bye.